0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Dangerous World Podcast. Coming off of a rough week, I will say that right up front here. For those that don't know, uh, my favorite dog of all time passed away pretty unexpectedly. Uh, very rough, very, very weird situation that went down with that. Um, but Rather than uh, being upset, being sad, uh, continuing to, um, you know, think about negative things regarding that situation. I want to try and just float the idea to you guys that no matter who or what you lose in your life, there could be some positive aspects to it. And this isn't some Gary V, Andy Frisella, fake motivational bullshit like, you know, turning your problems into fucking triumphs, there's nothing wrong with having problems and actually, you know, acknowledging that that these things are are messing with you, right? Setting you back a little bit. Um, these two retards, even though they're very wealthy, will sit there and tell you that. And, and there's more than just those two names that I mentioned. There's more people out there that are telling you all kinds of bullshit. Like, don't there's no excuses. I don't care if your kid has cancer. You can fucking go out there and you can start a business as a 50 year old. You know, I mean, come on. Fuck those two. Fuck all that bullshit. This is some real stuff, man. Um, broke my fucking heart when this dude died. Um, I was about to go to work. I was about to wake up Friday morning. Actually, the last episode that I released with Pastor Sam Uh, it came out the night before he passed away. And, um, so I didn't get to, to sort of pay homage to him and I'm shadow banned on Instagram. I made a post, uh, showing a lot of my favorite pictures of the guy. Z is his name. Go check it out. Um, look at his beautiful face. He was a beautiful soul, man. I love that damn dog so fucking much. And, um, I know that, you know, he would want me to be happy. He hated whenever I got angry or whenever I got upset or anything. And he hated any kind of negative shit around him. He was a strong, strong dog. And, um, man, I, I would do anything to, to have him here now, but, um, it is what it is, man. This is something that happens to every living being on earth. Everything, everyone has a certain amount of time. And after their time is done, they punch out and they they go on to the next thing. And I think that that's what's going on with Z. And um, I do want to float the idea of, of how positive things like this can be. Um, I could have gone to work. I could have been gone at work that morning when he died, and I wouldn't have been there. Um, I literally kissed his back, I think, the last breath that he took. Uh, long story. I'll probably end up doing a, a Patreon episode about him and about like life after death and things like that. But, um, it's all that I'm thinking about. So I feel like I wouldn't be honest with, with you. I wouldn't be honest with anyone if I wasn't, uh, at least acknowledging that this is the first episode that I'm recording, uh, without my favorite dog of all time. The best dog. He was a pit bull, great Dane type dog. Um, possibly some lab mixed in there. I, I never did any 23 uh, and Me type shit with him. Just a giant love love bug. I mean, I love this guy, man. So um, it is what it is, though. Like I said, um, could have been much worse. I actually wanted to go up to Vegas for Sam Tripoli's uh, 500th episode. Um, there were a few people talking about um, you know inviting me to go do that, and, and you know, just the idea of being there when he passed away, it would have been, uh, would have been rough, man. So, um, there's another thing that went down that was, that was very interesting. And, um, then I'll move into the topic here and, and get all this stuff. But, um, my chest and my, and, and this is no bullshit. I mean, you can, if if you don't believe me, you can ask about the tasks, text, texts from my father and, and me, um, between us. And, um, I was asking about a chiropractor that he had because my chest was hurting so bad that it was making my back hurt, and this happened back in uh January of twenty twenty when uh, right before my sister's sweet sixteen birthday party uh you know which is the the fact that those words are coming out of my mouth is uh disturbing that she did have a sweet sixteen um you know we're not rich, but my parents spoil us, so she had a nice little sweet sixteen deal going. And I was so goddamn sick that day that I thought my back was hurting so bad that it was making my chest hurt. But it was actually my chest hurting so bad that my back hurt. And I had COVID before a lot of people did. Um, That's what I felt like in the days leading up to Z's death. Um, Wanted to go to a chiropractor, see if I can get like realigned and maybe fix shit up uh, because I know I already had COVID. Um, so it wasn't that as little concern, you know, heart disease and high blood pressure and diabetes and all these things running in my family, but that wasn't it. I think that there was some sort of spiritual connection between me and, uh, Z that, um, I was feeling his pain a little bit. And I also was feeling, um, some emptiness in my heart after this guy was moving on to the next realm to the next level. So, um, This is just uh, a a big uh, a big deal, and I think, like I said, I think that everyone can acknowledge some some aspect of every loss, whether it be a person, whether it be an opportunity, whether it be whatever. Um, This could be a positive thing. You can actually look at it from a thirty thousand foot view, and um, and realize, like, hey, yeah, you know, this is just what's supposed to happen. I acknowledged after I got in my car accident a while ago, massive car accident. I should have probably died. But at the same time, I shouldn't have, because um, there's a plan. I think there's a plan for each and every one of us. And again, not trying to motivate you at all. I, I think that motivation is bullshit, personally. Um, just trying to tell you the way that I feel about these things. So with that being said, if you have an animal, if you have a pet, if you wouldn't, I don't care what it is, whether it's a lizard, a fish, a cat, a dog, especially because I love dogs, um, do something extra for them, man do something extra for them. Um spend that extra time, take them on a walk, rub their belly, fucking give them a treat, do whatever you got to do to um enrich their life because they enrich your life so fucking much that you know, you probably don't even realize it. You you really don't realize it until they're gone. So like I said, um Big, big deal uh that, that I went through that. So that's why this episode's coming out late. Um, but I know that you guys are very understanding. It's such a cool community, and I appreciate you guys. I'm I'm thinking about a lot right now. I'm thinking about how thankful I am that I have the opportunity to even do this show and get out to so many of you. And um, you know, the Patreon is doing so cool, like it, it's doing so good, and that's fucking awesome to me. Um, I never thought that a hundred people would actually want to throw a couple dollars down to hear me talk about shit that I research and, and my opinions on my research. Uh, So, you know, wearing my heart on my sleeve here a little bit. Uh, I I appreciate you guys dealing with me and and bearing through that. Um, But yeah, man, just appreciate every little thing going on in your life. Uh, With that being said, um, there's another thing that I wanted to address here that is completely not personal to me. Uh, supposedly, Bill Clinton is sick with the same thing that actually killed my pediatrician. Um, when I got in that car accident that I was talking about, I could not find a fucking doctor to sign me off to go back to work. No doctor wanted, because my shoulder is still fucked up to this day. Uh, dead nerve endings, all kinds of bullshit. My muscles are dead in that arm. Um, a lot of weird, weird situations going on there, but that's a separate issue. Uh, but anyway, this doctor uh, passed away from a urinary tract infection uh, slash sepsis. And supposedly this is what Bill Clinton has. And the, the reason that I bring this up is because uh, Hillary Clinton is talking about running again. Believe it or not. I mean, it's it's insane. Um, I think that we can all acknowledge that Kamala Harris, who I, I have gone on record saying that I believe she's autistic. Or she has some sort of behavioral disorder. Um, And I mentioned this about Hillary Clinton as well. But Hillary Clinton is much more. I mean, believe it or not, she's more likable than Kamala fucking Harris is. No one likes Kamala Harris. There are some people that like uh, Hillary Clinton. And if you like Kamala Harris, um, turn this podcast off and then go walk out into traffic. And and wherever you're at, just walking in traffic, Um, you're a complete retard if you actually think that Kamala Harris is A, likable, B, intelligent, or C, doesn't do anything other than suck dick to progress her career. She is a complete scumbag. And I think that everyone should at least acknowledge that if you have a clue, if you don't have a clue. I get it. Maybe you're retarded, too. Or maybe you have some other uh, disorder or disability in in some sense, in, in which case thoughts and fucking prayers. But at the same time, fuck off. Get fucked. Fuck you. I'm tired of this shit. I'm so sick of the way that the country has been going. And there's some fucking retards out there that want to say that this is Donald Trump's fault. And you know that I'm not a fucking supporter of Donald Trump. At all. But um it's a serious problem what we have going on. And and I, I want people to acknowledge that we need people to acknowledge it. And we need people that are making less than two hundred thousand dollars a year to all come together and rise up at the same time. All these fucking retards. I mean, I have some neighbors that are complete pieces of shit. They 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 take advantage of the social justice warrior system the the social credit shit not social credit what's the term the um the programs the social programs like food stamps uh welfare all this bullshit um they're fucking losers dude and and this is what this is like what i think are the the average biden voting type people um the average now yes there are some my old co-host my cousin who i love a lot i still think highly of him believe it or not i really do um I just think he's lost. And I know I know more about him than than most people do. Um, so I either feel sorry for these people. So this is this is how I quantify this. I think that Biden voters and, and Kamala supporters and social media supporters. This episode is about Mark Zuckerberg, and I'm going to get into that right now. People that support this system are either dumb or they're assholes with zero exception. Zero exception. So I don't care if you went to school. I don't care if you didn't go to school. I don't care if you dropped out of fucking school when you were like in seventh grade. I don't care if you own Amazon. If you support Biden and Kamala Harris and Facebook, not, not that you're on Facebook or Instagram, because I'm on Instagram. That's Facebook. That's owned by Facebook. If you support what these people are doing in a in a not not financially because no one pays for any of these services, which we'll get into. That's a big problem. But if you support these people from like a morale standpoint, or um, you know, you're, you're a fucking asshole, or you're stupid, with zero exception. So with that being said, guys, this episode, just like all others, is brought to you by DangerousWorldStore.com. The hoodies are up now. Um, if you want a custom color. Hit me up. Um, you'll have to do that through Instagram. And I am shadow banned again. This is why I, uh, I, I had to shout out my dog here. Excuse me on the show. Uh, cause you know, I want a lot of good energy going out to that guy. So, uh, the, the point here of me bringing up the shadow banning again is that if you want to get a custom hoodie with the three designs that I'm making available, um, just DM me. And you can cash app, PayPal or Venmo me the cost of what that will take. It'll be the same price. I'm doing black hoodies, um, black hoodies. And then I'm, I'm going to do a green hoodie for my OG design as well. So just hit me up, uh, reach out. I'm very accessible. You can uh, absolutely get to me anyway. Uh, you know, Instagram is the best way. Email is dangerous podcast at gmail.com. So uh, if you don't have Instagram, if you don't like interacting on that platform, just reach out over Gmail. We can make it happen, man. But we're going to do government is the virus, which you'll see on the website. Government is the virus, conspiracy realist, and the um, OG design as well on green hoodies. Um, so, uh, you know, the other, the first two I mentioned will be black. The OG will be on green. Um, and then also, of course, guys, Patreon. Patreon is always cooking with gas. I just hit 100 subscribers. So I thank you all so much, especially my day one writer dies. You guys are fucking awesome. And I appreciate the support there. It means the world to me, dude. You guys are getting me closer each fucking day. No joke. You guys are getting me closer each day to being able to do this full time, uh, putting more energy and more effort into each episode and doing more episodes as well. So um, I, I can't thank you guys enough. So again, that's patreon.com slash dangerous world podcast. Um, Three, five, $10 tiers. Fun stuff, man. We're we're doing a lot of stuff. Um, having a lot of fun doing that shit, man. So I I, I want to start this off a little differently saying that none of this information that I'm talking about is real. And if you know how satirical I am, you can do what you will with that information. None of what I am giving you right here is real. Okay. Now think about that. Think about what I'm saying. It's all fake. Um I'm saying that for insurance purposes, because we're getting into some hairy shit here. Um, and for the record, all my other episodes, they were all fake, too. Uh, none, none of this stuff is real. I don't believe in any of this. I don't do hours and hours of research because it's real. I do it because I'm joking. This is all satirical, right? I mean, think about it. Think about how my stance is on things. Um, it's all fake. Again, for insurance purposes, right? Mark Zuckerberg, he was hired by the CIA through his cousin, and take a second here and think about this. He was hired by his cousin, Edward Snowden, to get a database created, sort of like MySpace, Google+, all these things. Now, LifeLog, which we've talked about several times, it goes widely unmentioned, even in these fringe theories, because it was an exact replacement of LifeLog. Facebook, as you probably know, was created the same day or or actually came to fruition the same day that LifeLog was abandoned. This was a DARPA project. It was from the CIA. And I will never see Edward Snowden and not think of Mark Zuckerberg after the information that I'm about to bring you here. It is fascinating. And how the fuck? I mean, I'll get into it, but how the fuck? Is Edward Snowden able to do what he's doing? But Julian Assange isn't. You could plan something to go and take down the, quote, deep state, right? And you wouldn't get past square one if it was actually a serious thing, if you were actually a credible threat. But Edward Snowden gives you some fucking information that we've all been talking about for so long and you're supposed to be like oh this dude's a fucking g. I mean I found it interesting there's a theory that Zuckerberg his last name is actually Greenberg. And so you know me personally I start you know I, I love looking into names and what they mean in different languages backwards forwards sideways all these things. Zuckerberg's last name is actually Greenberg and so I really started looking into this shit. I why would they choose Zucker? Right? Zucker means sugar in German. And to put things in a very basic way, I think Facebook was and probably still is. I I mean, it's undeniable. It still is. Facebook is a honeypot. Seems like a sweet deal, right? To be able to connect with people all around the world and stay in touch with old friends and all for free, too. I mean, come on. How are how are How is this even possible? It's the sweetest fucking deal ever. It's the biggest. I mean, if we're talking about CIA, this is a fucking honeypot and a half. But all the while, you're literally giving away all your data and allowing Facebook to own your thoughts, not just have access to them. Facebook manipulates your thoughts. Instagram does, too. Now, I don't know how WhatsApp plays into it other than just like connecting with people and making sure that, you know, international text conversations are on tap. Um, but this drone, who is Mark Zuckerberg, he knows exactly what he's doing, or maybe he doesn't. And that's what we're going to get into here. Um, with WhatsApp and IG, it's, it's tapping into people's conversations at a younger generation as well. Social media users. I mean, they're not really using Facebook unless they're kind of older. I mean, let's face it. Facebook has become an older generation deal. This is where Instagram, like I said, WhatsApp. Now TikTok is a different deal, or is it? This is the thing. Is TikTok? I, I'm gonna get into Mark Zuckerberg's wife. Um, she's Chinese. Her parents have some ties back to uh, you know, China before Mao Zedong died. Um, China owns TikTok. Very interesting uh connections here, and I'm just floating these ideas out, hypothetically, of course. Um Back to the whole Zuckerberg idea of like what, what that name could mean. Berg, right? Zucker, sugar, Berg is mountain. So you have your sugar mountain, which is interesting. Now using my analogy, is Facebook the biggest honeypot in CIA history? You know, my thoughts on it. Just think about it. Just think about it. And, and I'm, I'm very interested to hear what you might think. But I want to get back to that Snowden connection real quick. Um, Edward Snowden's mission was to disclose, disclose fake hidden information, which crazy conspiracy theorists already were talking about for almost a decade. Think about that. Phones are spying on you. I mean, all this shit's planned. This, this is what's fucking fascinating to me. It's not like he's sitting there saying like, yeah, we, we were part of JFK's assassination. He's just saying, like, yeah, your Roku TV isn't fucking secure. Your cell phone is spying on you. This shit was planned to take attention away from Julian Assange. I mean, it's, it's, it's obvious. And I know that I'm not breaking some shit to you as far as that Julian Assange con- Assange connection goes. But the mainstream media sort of glamorized Snowden. And even, like, cuck liberals will sit there and be fascinated with the information that Snowden has disclosed. He's been on Rogan. Assange hasn't been on Rogan that I know of. Maybe he has. Maybe I'm wrong. But it's just like the MSM, mainstream media here, is telling you that Assange is a fucking zero and Snowden's a hero. Assange is the traitor. They're both doing the same thing, essentially. But Snowden's coming out. Who's the cousin of Zuckerberg again? And and making it so that, like, yeah, dude, like, it is what it is. Here you go. I got to go run over to Russia and then China or China and then Russia and all these other fucking countries that are enemies. Dude, the highest levels of all these governments are all fucking each other. They're all butt buddies. But I also want to tie in this low flying billionaire, believe it or not. He's a very, very, like, stealth billionaire. CIA asset by the name Jeffrey Rothschild. He helped start Facebook. And he's the founding engineer as well. He's a major shareholder, too. I mean, he's a Rothschild, right? But don't worry, because Wikipedia, the, uh, the authority and all truth, Wikipedia says, despite his name, he's not part of the Rothschild banking family. That's a conspiracy. Of course it is. Come on. Just because he's named a Rothschild, I'll tell you right now. If I met someone named Dean, I would assume that I'm related to them. Rothschild's not the most common name, but it's a conspiracy to say that they're connected to this fucking, to this, to this elite banking family, one of the bloodlines of the Illuminati, right? Now, this Rothschild dude, he graduated from Vanderbilt University before working for Honeywell and Intel and creating several successful companies while making some powerful friends along the way. Of course, this is how it always works out. But Honeywell and Intel? I mean, Honeywell, they're, they're doing some fucking damage in the world, right? And then Intel is like that technocrat aspect to it. Think about that. Supposedly the Bushes, the Bin Ladens, Putin, the Obamas, Tony Blair, the Pope, and the British royal families are some of this Rothschild dude's friends just to name a few but he's not one of the rothschild banking family members even though he knows all the same fucking people get fucked with that shit man come on more significant about this whole deal though is um the story of priscilla chan's father dennis chan now if you don't know who priscilla chan is this is mark zuckerberg's wife um and i'll get into his whole deal. Uh, Mark Zuckerberg, I I got a lot of very, very interesting information, but this Dennis Chan dude helped Jeff Rothschild arrange the Zuckerberg's marriage to Priscilla, the daughter, after Facebook's IPO. It was after the IPO, right? It wasn't before. It was after Facebook's um, uh, position in society was 100% set up, and it was cemented in our culture. And like many other criminals and grifters, Priscilla is a philanthropist because she has loaded fucking parents. And how did these parents of hers get so loaded? They gained their wealth, helping the CIA set up aggressively in China after Mao's death in 1976. What are we talking about here, dude? We have more and more Chinese connections dating back to the fucking 70s. The CIA really tapping into China and getting all this information kind of swip swapping. They're come swapping. They're doing all their shit and they're making it so obvious. If you just do a little bit of digging, and this is what I'm here for, and then I'm happy to do it because a lot of people don't want to share this information, but I will. Right. I don't give a fuck. I, I think that this is disgusting and people need to know about this stuff. And we know Zuckerberg didn't write any of this code for Facebook, too, right? But the Winklevoss twins really didn't either. They created Harvard Connection, and their coding for that was attached to stolen code given a mark by Harvard professor James Chandler and IBM, which was a Nazi fucking, they have a Nazi past for sure. And uh, Bill Gates connections um, through Gates' mother, actually. And it's widely accepted that Zuckerberg is Gates' globalist protege. Um, And, you know, I'm calling him Zuckerberg here just to make it so that it's, like, easily identifiable. Uh, Again, fake name. But you might ask, well, why did the Winklevoss twins win that $65 million lawsuit? That's a ton of money. $65 million lawsuit. And why are they fucking friends with Zuckerberg now? That's my question. Yeah, they're rich, but they're not Zuckerberg rich, right? I mean, because he stole their idea. This is why they got the money, right? This is why they got $65 million. They were already rich to begin with. $65 million. They pissed $65 million. It was all a story made up to whip us up and get excited about a controversial startup story that they portrayed this whole company to be. And that's really actually a pretty, pretty solid publicity move, but it's, it's also a shitty thing to, to push out there because it makes psychos like me dig into this stuff, right? Um, DARPA, you know, DARPA-funded Harvard social media programs, uh, along with a few other entities, too. You've got NQTEL, uh, the CIA, of course. What kind of good uh, program to bring down the United States would there be if the CIA wasn't involved? We've got IBM, um, the Highlands Group with the Department of Defense under Harvard President Larry Summers, um, who was who was supervising this whole deal between all of these organizations, sort of getting together. Harvard is a very very interesting esoteric school. They are behind a lot of things, allegedly also behind this shit with the COVID nineteen breakout. Um, there's a Harvard professor, if I'm not mistaken, that was smuggling shit out of the United States and smuggling shit back and forth between here and China. Uh, a lot of alleged Chinese spies coming out of Harvard. It's a very interesting school and they have some shady undertakings that they, that they partake in. Um, but Zuckerberg was meant to look like a boy genius under all of these other companies. Like I mentioned, Incutel, um, the CIA and, and all these other things. Um, and I'll explain that a little more later. But Summers, under the direction of this powerful think tank, created Facebook and directed Zuckerberg through the entire fraudulent process. Um, really serious, credible sort of accounts that, that he is a, a fucking android. Um, not literally, but, uh, you know, no conscious, no emotions, no nothing. He's just a fucking drone. Uh, Zuckerberg, that is. Now, Zuckerberg's handlers include Eric Schmidt, who uh, was behind Google in a massive way, uh, James Bayer, Larry Summers, again, the guy, the president of Harvard, Sheryl Sandberg tied in with Harvard and tied in with some serious fucking weird, weird globalist programs, and uh, Professor James Chandler, who I mentioned previously. So all the conservative politicians, including Trump, are gaslighting the fuck out of you and the United States and the world. When they say that they want Facebook government regulated because it couldn't be more government regulated right now. So fuck all that shit, dude. It's fucking bullshit, man. It's disgusting. And I hate it. I hate that. I hate that. Facebook seemed like such a great idea. And a lot of people got so excited about it. And they were all about Facebook. They're all about social media and all this shit, man. It's disgusting. And it gets really, really sad, man. Um. I'm going to get into this dossier. It's called the Mark Zuckerberg dossier, and I'm going to really break down a, a lot of the uh, very, very interesting information. But first, I do want to mention Manscaped to you guys. Um, I'm not going to do a long ad here. I'm not in the mood. Um, like I said, weird week. But Manscaped is still a solid company, and they keep doing a lot of great things for me, a lot of great things for podcasting as a whole. of the promo code DANGER. Uh, at manscaped.com for 20% off. Get that lawnmower, uh, get that weed whacker, get the 4.0 performance package. Incredible stuff over there. Um, man, that that shaver really is uh, really great. Um, so go check it out. Again, manscaped.com. Enter the promo code DANGER for 20% off and uh, get tuned up this fall, man. It's, um, it's a great company and they're doing some great things for this podcast community. So... Um, want to want to hop into this dossier um, just kind of disclosing a lot of the the shady shit that Mark Zuckerberg is allegedly a part of. And this is um, you really can't say they don't know uh, because there was a Zuckerberg dossier, as I mentioned, right? Um, You can't say that these politicians just don't know about this shit. These claims have been present since Facebook's inception And really prevalent since like 2019, like very, very prevalent since 2019. And the letter allegedly is, um, like I said, from this former executive from Facebook, one of the founding members. And it makes several claims that if a single one were true, this dude would be locked up forever, possibly fucking killed for treason, right? And he claims Zuckerberg can't even write a single line of code. The, the writer of this letter. And and I, I do want to be clear really quick. We don't know for a fact if this is a female or male writing this letter because as you'll find out, Mark Zuckerberg was bisexual in college, which who gives a fuck really. Right. Um, But this is what's tough to know. Is, is it a male or is it a female? I'm assuming it's a male because this guy was a dorm dorm roommate. So you'll you'll find all this out right now. So um, the the idea that he can't write a line of code is one of the more believable things, considering that we know, uh, you know, how all of these figureheads get selected and how they're propped up. And often what we're told about them is the exact opposite of the actual truth. Right. And there's a significant ritual aspect to this. And I'm not sure exactly what it is. Other than for deception, I'd like to to ask New York Patriot about that. Um, some other people that are more familiar with like ritualistic components of all these things. But uh, the start of the letter goes addressing every Facebook user and telling them that we have been lying to you. So think of me in that sense of, as like I'm I'm this guy writing this letter and I'm saying we've been lying to you. We've been lying to you. Facebook was always meant to be a military mind-control and brainwashing project. But it's gotten so massive and so out of control that Zuckerberg, who never really controlled it, can't even maintain the illusion that he runs it. Now, to a lot of people, through programming and through mainstream media assistance, believe that Mark Zuckerberg is the CEO of this company. But that's not the case at all. This letter also claims that Zuckerberg was chosen as a child to run a massive mind control operation because his relatives were involved with the inception of this CIA program. Think about that, dude. This is fucking decades in the making, of course, right? I mean, it goes without saying, but I find it fascinating that there's credible sources here saying this. And when I saw that, I couldn't help but think that him and Bill Gates are actually related because um and i would actually say by blood really um but i would think they're related because gates is a rockefeller crony and the connections go back to ibm which i mentioned early on ibm was a fucking backer of this whole thing and as i said some of the original think tanks and institutions i mentioned in my mind control series actually so i mean you know check that out um a lot of those institutions, including uh, you know Planned Parenthood, talking Johns Hopkins, a lot of these things are all kind of intertwined, and they're all doing the same bidding. Uh, this is why we call it globalism, right? But apparently anyone being honest about Zuckerberg always says he doesn't seem to have a thought in his head and couldn't even manage a McDonald's, much less fucking Facebook. And even though he started out as a borderline autistic kid without an original thought in his head, he's now like full on fucking sociopath. And he believes he could be the literal king of the world if he just willed it to existence. This is kind of what these kind of people tend to go down. These are the paths that they follow. And it's it's equal parts tragic. Like as a as a outsider. If you kind of look into it, it's equal parts like you feel sorry for the guy and you want to fucking bury him underneath the fucking jail, right? Or, or lock him up under the jail, whatever the fuck's saying. It's sad and, and infuriating at the same time. It's it's such a weird sense of emotions that it kind of evokes in anyone. Um, but supposedly his, his uh, serious programming began in high school under a program called TIA. This is total information awareness. And this was, again, funded by DARPA, just like Facebook was, which in the words of the ACLU, not the most uh, conservative uh, organization, the ACLU says that total information awareness is the closest thing to Big Brother that America has ever attempted, taking as much information from as many sources and packing it into an ultra large scale database. Boom. That's what fucking Facebook is. It is an extremely large database that is taking each and every one of your old thoughts, trying to throw them into an algorithm, predict new thoughts. And I mean, essentially have the most data consolidated in a massive area. And I mean, Where does all this information go? What do they want with all this information? You think it's just to sell us products efficiently and to be able to predict people's behavior, and that is part of it for sure. But the end goal, and we've talked about this on previous episodes, the end goal is to create an AI god. And with the help of other patsies like, I mean, the, the, the Google guys, Elon Musk, uh, the usual suspects, also like Bill Gates and Jeff Bezos, they aren't too fucking far away from be able being able to do this i mean there's predictive programming in that new space jam movie, right? They want this AI god they want things to be so streamlined that you don't have to think you're you're pardoned from the the burden of thinking you don 't have to think you don't have to work you don't have to do anything. All you need to do is give energy, give data right. makes the matrix seem like more of a reality than a fiction movie a science fiction movie right it's a fascinating concept and it's fucking terrifying at the same time but it seems very very real and so this letter which i can't confirm is written again by a male or female but it seems again like a male um Goes on to talk about, like, his bisexual nature in college. Um, had an extreme openness to listen to people, which made it kind of seem like he's very easily programmable. Um, and he can also act without thinking, according to the, the writer of this letter. It's described as being, like, sort of this blank slate. And, um, you know, Zuckerberg absorbed emotions and behavior from around all the people that he was with. Supposedly his brother and his cousin were also part of the same program, and he was constantly fucking people off Craigslist and disappearing throughout his time at Harvard when this person knew him. So, again, all fake information. I, I am not suicidal here either. So, um, he explained to the letter's writer... Um, that one night, you know, this is supposedly a night when he broke down. That um, this mind control that that he was sub- subjugated to was permanent, and that he has an unknown position, which hasn't been created yet in the government, and that position was the CEO of the largest spying and data collection network that will be used to break down humanity think about that man this is what this is and it's crazy cuz like you know my dad who's not he's not the most tech savvy guy he's not the the biggest conspiracy theorist um although he does lend a lot of credence to these theories and he he believes that it's possible he knows something is up right just like all of us do we all we all acknowledge the fact that yeah shit is fucked and there's some people controlling things behind the scenes you know people don't like saying the deep state um, you know, actually one of our negative reviews on Apple Podcasts, one of the one star reviews that we have is that, you know, the deep state's not real idiots. It's like, yeah, I mean, it is, you can call it whatever you want. You can call it a think tank. You can call it uh bureaucrats. You can call it whatever. The deep state is very fucking real. So to that dumb fuck, You're a fucking retard, and you don't know what the hell you're talking about. This is absolutely real. You just don't like the term deep state, just like so many other people don't like the term conspiracy theorist because they don't want to discredit themselves. I embrace it because conspiracy theories are no longer theories. They're turning into reality. But my dad was saying that he used to think that religion was what was going to bring down the world. Religion was kind of the original social media. And that kind of lends credence to my dad's theory from, I mean, this was when I was in high school when social media was just coming out. He was saying, yeah, social media is actually was going to bring down society. And I don't think he even realized how right he was with that because he was thinking about it more from an aspect of like, it's going to expose more of the dark underbelly of society. And it's gonna it's gonna put a spotlight on negative things rather than positive things. Neg- negativity gets. Away. Well, guys, as you may know, Mark Zuckerberg is extremely shady, and I keep going into it for about another thirty minutes here, as promised, always. Over on Patreon.com/slash Dangerous World, tune in. We're gonna go deeper and deeper. Thank you so much for your support.